Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. This week is going to be a pretty easy week. I mean, at the end, we got some big transits happening in mutable signs. However, it's going to be more of plot twists in a positive way. The beginning of the week is pretty smooth. We have nothing major happening today, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So enjoy that little bit of a cosmic break. And then at the end of the week, we're getting into some strong Saturn Mercury energy, uh, Gemini and Pisces energy. And so we know how things play out in Gemini and Pisces, and it usually has a pretty mutable, easy end um, with a new moon coming in this week. So again, the end of the week, any challenges that come should pass lightly. Uh, you should get over it quickly. Your mindset should switch. So on Thursday the 15th, Mercury and Gemini squared Saturn and Pisces. And then... Um, the Mercury will sextile Venus. We, we got Mercury is now in Gemini, if you remember from last week's episode. And it will sextile Venus in Cancer. That will be quick, light, but, uh, you know, a nice little touch. And then Saturn retrograde begins in Pisces at the, around the same time. The new moon will happen a few hours later here on the East Coast. And then on Sunday, the sun in Gemini will square Neptune in Pisces. So you get what I'm saying? It's like some ebbs and some flows in that Gemini-Pisces energy. And if you know your Geminis, you know your Pisces, you know how that energy plays out. Now, I want to remind everyone to follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen, across the board, one C in the middle. I don't have any other pages out there, so anyone else with like 10 Cs or, or an exclamation point is not me. I'm hoping not to have to repeat that. It's getting less and less since a couple weeks ago, so just remember. And I say follow me on social media, and I will explain these last couple weeks. I haven't been posting a lot on social media, but on social media... I will update, you know, I will continue to update what's happening in the stars while I'm actually out there living it with my clients, with myself. So each week I sit down, I meditate, I write out the whatever's channeled to me about the transits. And then, like I said, throughout the week, I update it. Now, most of you are like, what the F, Colleen? You have not been updating for weeks. And and if you've been following along the last couple weeks, this, this Saturn in Pisces, it conjunct my Mars in Pisces and then squared my natal sun and transit sun. And since my birthday, I just like haven't had it in me. I've been super busy at work and I've just been mentally detoxing and I want to talk about it a little bit more because last week I was like okay I'm going to be back on my grind on social media I'm going to be back to posting and I was even more so like like out of it I think Venus moving into moving into Leo in my 12th house and then it squared Jupiter in my ninth house and I just had some really deep 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 reflection and I just sat in some uncomfortable energy so a lot of things stopped over these last few weeks for me, and I really had to get a reality check um, about ending something that was pretty big in my life, a big energy in my life. You know, I knew that this energy was no longer good for me. I've known it for a long time. I like to kind of drag things out a little bit. And, and then this something erupted, and a couple weeks ago, this energy, it just all had to come to an end. Everything had to end. And I allow, what I've learned is that, and I'll talk about it into the transits, into the new moon, so definitely pay attention to this, is when we have the absence of a big energy in our life, whether that's a person, place, or thing, when that energy is removed, especially in a kind of sudden, harder way, 
our body goes through a process where it wants to fill it again. It wants to, I need, I need to fill it. I need to fill it in whatever way I can in multiple ways in one big way in ways that don't necessarily feel right. And you'll do it subconsciously without even realizing you're doing it. So I've learned that years ago within myself, within other people, how we feel that energy. It doesn't mean I always was not trying to fill it, but over the years I've gotten better with not filling it. And I would say these past couple weeks were such a good, almost test for me because I just didn't want to. And I, especially last week, I woke up really feeling the absence of something and I woke up and I would feel, and then I would go back and I would go throughout my day and I'd go to sleep early. A lot of times I do my uh, updates and stuff for social media at night after my kids go to sleep and my kids go to sleep and I would be out and I didn't really feel it with posting. I didn't really feel it with talking. I didn't do anything. I just sat. I meditated in, in the absence of a big energy. I stayed in gratitude in the absence of a big energy. I allowed myself to stay sad <laughs> in the absence of a big energy, whatever I did. I allowed myself to feel as it came open. I went out there and still lived life the way I had to and in a detached way. I was able to show up in life. I was able to show up for my kids, show up for my clients, go throughout the day, go grocery shopping. But I let myself just sort of feel this this uh, absence. And I would and what I realized in I've had so much processing over this last week is what I'm feeling is a serotonin drop. That's another thing. So much of what we do is an escape from ourselves. And we're trying to learn, especially in today's world, how to get back in. We're always escaping from the moment, from the time, from the person. And that creates a huge serotonin loss. So basically the absence of this big energy like dropped my serotonin into like crazy, right? But in that beautiful process of doing nothing, I was allowing, there's there's so much creation that happens and the feeling and, uh, and fully letting yourself process so then there's no residue. And the serotonin, when that drops, again, our body, our mind's like, I need something else. Stimulate it, stimulate it, stimulate it, stimulate it. But you never actually heal. You never actually allow the beauty that is in that place of not lifting. So I allowed myself to feel those process, live in that serotonin drop, other than doing maybe some spiritual work. I've been exercising a lot, forcing myself to exercise. I've been meditating a lot. And I've been doing those things. So I want to talk again. We're going to talk about that with the new moon because we're going to play into that energy a little bit while that. But just I want to tell you, don't try to escape it. Allow the whole process to happen. And remember, when something ends, say, how does this feel the next day, the day after when the absence of that energy and pay attention to your body and your mind and how fast it really tries to jump onto something else and jump onto something in that in that energy to fill that. So this week I'm feeling much better. I felt that I'm feeling much more with it. I'm hoping on social media, I'll be back to posting my TikToks. I don't think I've done a TikTok video in two weeks. I'll be back to doing my videos. Uh, three weeks in, I'm finally starting to feel like, okay, the bitch is back, here we go. So let's talk into the transits. That's again, what's going on in my life a little bit. And again, we'll tie it into this new moon in Gemini. So Saturn retrograde, Begins. We got a Saturn retrograde every year. Last year we had one in, in Aquarius, but I'm loving a Saturn retrograde in the sign of Pisces. Now, we hear retrograde and we freak out because oftentimes with a benefic planet or planets 
their first nature is to bring good and do well, when they retrograde, it gets a little wonky. It doesn't mean it always brings bad, but it tends to bring backwards energy. Now, for malefic planets, whose first nature tend to bring hardness and hard things and hard life lessons, when it retrogrades, it tends to actually bring more positive things. It like switches that malefic planet around and it actually becomes a little more, not necessarily benefic, but almost working in her favor more easy, more easily than it actually normally does. So, and having it in Pisces, there's a lot of letting go and a lot of that mutable energy. We love when the malefics uh, transit mutable signs because nothing feels so hard or so stuck. So we're getting sad and retrograde with a square to Mercury in Gemini. That will be kind of quick. You know, we'll be feeling it Thursday, um, you know, and Friday. I don't really think Saturday when Saturn retrograde begins, but that's how we're beginning it right now. So we're going back in time. And there's going to be, with the square to Gemini, there can be news of a repercussion, small or big. It's sort of like karma to all of our ac reaction. It's karma is all of our reactions to our actions. And Saturn is the planet of karma. So with Mercury, we look to bringing news or Mercury delivers messages and messages, news of a repercussion or maybe a former action from the past. You know, you're now you're now finally seeing that result good or bad, or maybe someone else is finally getting the news of repercussion that uh, they should have had that news for repercussion and you are happy they finally received that. Though we don't always wanna be so happy, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying there. Because um, we don't wanna wish bad on A1 because that always comes back to us, just remember that. So it could be though the repercussion or um, the action coming back to you could be something that played out over this past Mercury retrograde, which was in Taurus, and there was a lot happening there with that Mercury retrograde. We had a stellium there, we had Uranus there, we got the um, nodes there, so there's a lot of energy. So something is replaying. Even though we had that Mercury retrograde, something might replay, or you'll finally come back and get the answer from the end of, I guess, the middle of April, let's say. The middle of April, something, you're getting that answer, you're getting that repercussion, you're getting that replay, or that closure of what you wanted. This could also play out the whole time I was looking, uh, the whole time when Gemini, what the last time Mercury retrograded in Gemini. And that was May 29th to June 22nd of 2021. So two years ago was the last time Mercury retrograded in Gemini. So it could be something that is coming full circle since then. And I know that seems kind of far away. So it could be something awareness that could be um, a mental breakthrough. Uh, it could definitely be things that come out of our subconscious that we're just seeing now. You know, having Saturn and Pisces is big coming out of our subconscious energy. So it could be some awareness, some patterns. Again, the repercussion could just be um, realizing what your patterns had led you to and you're now seeing that it came out of the subconscious and you're seeing that and you're willing to take action and take change it's going to be slightly you know it's going to be small there i would say there's not really so much like mercury communication repercussions but more so maybe a little bit of some breakthrough with your own mind or breakthrough with 
the way someone finally views a situation with you or them or something that maybe you two did not see eye to eye. It's going to be a quicker transit. So now let's talk a little bit more about Saturn retrograde. Okay. Also with Saturn retrograde, there tends to be, like I said, a shift in its uh, malefic behavior. And I like, I was like writing this out. I'm like, should we call Saturn peppy? Is <laughs> uh, that ever happened with Saturn? And in Pisces, uh, maybe Saturn and Gemini is a little more peppy, but a little more, um, a little bit more. Okay. I'm on your side. And you know, with it transiting the mutable signs, it adds a nice tone to that. So, you know, with the Saturn retrograde, something that I love, one of my favorite things about Saturn retrograde can begin with a surprise reward or just a life upgrade and something that catches you off guard. Maybe something you knew, you know, Pisces, there's a lot of energy if, in Pisces energy where they silently help you or they don't always get the recognition that they deserve They're at the end of the zodiac and i think they get a little lost in recognition so maybe this reward or life upgrade you didn't even see coming maybe it was just work that you knew you were doing but you you put a pause there and you're like okay i'll never no one's ever going to see that i did that so it doesn't even matter i might forget well you might be surprised and someone says hey you did a great job on that video. I can't believe it. Let me get you another video to do. Or, hey, thanks for really handling those people three months ago. Um, this is a reward for that. So again, it's, it's like a reward for something that was not acknowledged previously or someone didn't see previously that will be coming. And you can this weekend too, with a little, I wanna add this in there with Mercury squared Saturn and entering onto this, you can shift into a more low key detached mindset by Friday, which is which is kind of nice as it begins. You know, you're kind of beginning this Saturn retrograde a little detached, which which is um, Saturn in Pisces. You can begin that detached, and we're always trying to be you know on all the time. Especially when we got the Mercury and Gemini right now, so we're always trying to be on, and we can feel totally compelled to think about something, be obsessive with something, and so I think this might bring a nice welcomed detach. And, you know, when you try to control the outcome and you're obsessive of the outcome, oftentimes that leads stress and you sort of force the outcome, which never plays out well. So there's this well much needed of just totally detaching, welcoming the mindset of detaching from your mind and letting yourself relax a little bit this weekend, especially if you've been go, go, go mentally and you haven't been detaching like I have over these last couple of weeks, this will be a welcomed detached mindset. Um, a lot of mad mental magic can happen from that deta detached state of mind, kind of like I was talking about. Um, and when you're detached, uh, a, you can have a subconscious breakthrough into your mental detachments because you're letting something go. And we know our minds like to think. That's why you practice meditation, something you're obsessed about. But within that, your mind wants to still think, so other stuff comes out of that subconscious. And you're learning more about yourself, creating mental magic. That leads to everything we ever wanted when we understand ourselves deeper. Instead of worrying about understanding someone else, why they do the things they do, where they're doing the things they do, blah, 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 we should use this as an opportunity to understand ourselves more and understand our minds more. We should be understanding our minds and the way we work more than anyone else in our lives. 
you know, I understand when you have children, that's a little bit of a, of a different subject because it is half of you and other things. But we so often put so much focus on trying to figure out why someone else in their mind is doing something, which we never will because we can't be in their mind. We need to take that energy and put it within our own minds. We need to take that energy and do that within ourselves. Saturn retrograde, my mutable signs, this is gonna be happening in all your angular houses. So my mutable signs, that is my Gemini's, that's my Virgo's, that's my Sagittarius, that's my Pisces. Um, this is gonna be happening in your angular houses. So it's gonna have the loudest for you. So those mutable placements, you're gonna be feeling this the loudest. Saturn retrograde um, brings a look into the structures of our life in order to restructure. So for my mutable signs, there's gonna be a sense of just restructuring your life, whether that's restructuring your emotions, restructuring your mind, which will be a big one at the beginning of this, restructuring your movements in life and the way you go about life. Um, and into in the house of Pisces, you know, that's the sign that's the total opposite of structure in, in one way. So an opposite of boundaries. So you're going to be building structure that makes your life more mentally manageable and more mentally sound. Um, creating boundaries is going to be a big way that this expresses itself and boundaries again emotional boundaries mental boundaries physical boundaries and that's for everyone not just my mutable signs and i want to add in there i'm i'm going to do another horoscope episode for saturn retrograde so if you're like i'm not a mutable placement what about me don't you worry i got you um that'll be coming out later this week so but we're all going to be detaching you know and detaching from the intuition of outcomes when Mercury is very intuitive, but so is Pisces is very intuitive. But sometimes there's this extra imaginary flair there that can sort of uh, flare up our intuition or inflate our intuition and it kind of gets lost there and plays a little trick. So sometimes our mind does play tricks on us. And again, if you're obsessed with, um, with like, you know, something not playing out, you're gonna learn the hard way of how to just let something play out and just let the magic of that. <sighs> Sorry, you know, I'm trying to do these deep breaths in between here, so, cause I can just talk, 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 talk. Um, okay, so there is gonna be a little bit of mentally blocking energy that flows to you. But more so again, we're coming back to like, how do you mentally block energy? How are you mentally blocking the flow? And how are you mentally blocking that? And I love that the Saturn retrograde is beginning during a new moon. So let's talk about that. Gemini placements, we need, I'm gonna talk about this too, because this new moon is gonna be kind of a rebirth, I think for a lot of us. The, our birthday season had began a little bit more effed up since Saturn was there and Saturn only squares our sun every once every 15 years. So it definitely, for most of us, I can't tell you, myself included my birthday week, I got sick. I had two clients that were sick. I had another Gemini person whose birthday week just got totally messed up. Then I have a friend who she just had her birthday week last week. She got sick. Um, so you know, it hasn't been the best. It's not necessarily just sick for my Gemini placements, but with the square to Saturn, it brought lots of delays, blocks, stops to our B-Day plans, all of that. And little Pisces felt that energy too, just not around your birthday, just around this time. Um, this is gonna be a nice little rebirth. Saturn is a slow moving planet. 
it didn't just stop at like our birthday week, that hard energy continued for a few weeks. I know for me and for other people, that deep reflective energy, like I shared about at the beginning of the episode, uh, that continued. And we had some feelings of being lost, confused, ending something. So for my Gemini placements, uh, Pisces, but my Gemini placements who didn't get sick on their birthday, I hope no one else did, there still was that lost, confused, ending something energy. But um, now because you finally understand your ending or why you quit something, there is a more... um, permanency to the feeling and understanding into the flow of detachment like I said so now you're finally past the whoa why is this happening I'm so sad blah 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 and you're in the understanding part and the understanding level of things and in the flow of detachment and detaching to our life plan or plot there like I said there was like oh I thought this is the way that life was going to go and now I need to detach from it It's going to be a strong feeling that for my mutable placements out there, a really strong feeling, that detachment. It felt good to let go of some responsibility It freed up some energy before we fill it back up. Like I had said earlier, we got to live in that space a little bit. We need energy breaks uh, because our brain naturally just wants to keep stimulated. And whatever energy that was there that is missing, it seeks it out when it's gone 10 times more. I don't know if you've ever quit a drug or an alcohol. That's what happens. You're like, wait, I got to fill it. I got to fill it. I got to fill it. But that same energy can come when I said, like I said, when we quit a person, place or thing. So this is for the new moon for everyone. I want us to all think about what energy breaks do we need to take? What energy breaks did we take? And what energy breaks are maybe we in right now? Um, when a big energy exists in your life, Like I said, your body wants to instantly fill up that space, fill it again. But before you jump into filling up that space, I urge you not to. I want you to just sit in that space. And if you do need to fill that space, fill it with self-love things like meditation, exercise, good deep conversations, things that fill you up. So with this new moon, this weekend's going to be fun, I feel. You know, we have Saturn in retrograde, so it's not going to be weighing too much down. The sun in Gemini, the new moon in Gemini, Mercury in Gemini. It's going to be more about freeing and detaching. You know, there is a little bit of Pisces energies that doesn't like to focus on responsibilities or any responsibilities. So get that out of here. Don't even worry about writing out your responsibilities for your new moon or planting those seeds like that. We want to welcome this free energy in. Now, Creato ex nihilo, (laughs) that is Latin for creation out of nothing or the absence of energy. I wanted to look it up to make sure that I pronounced that correctly, but I just realized I forgot as it was there to look it up and make sure I pronounced it correctly. But I was thinking about the creation out of nothing, right? I know there's some different beliefs, but there is the absence of space when there is nothing. Something grows from nothing. And and that's where we're going to harness this energy. But before we worry about creating new moon intentions and, and building and doing these things, we're going to just stay in that absence of nothing. And we're going to do it the best way Gemini knows how and that is having fun and letting go. So we don't want to fill this space up with ideas, thoughts just yet, like we usually like to do, plant those seeds of intention with the new moon. We're not going to do that with this new moon just yet. Maybe the next day, but certainly not this weekend. Um, And, you know, Gemini also loves to fill up with ideas and thoughts. So Gemini energy definitely needs that break, but they do take that break with having extreme fun. So let's do something that Gemini energy, like I said, loves to do, which is just let 
loose, let go. So begin this new moon cycle and honor this new moon with fun, enjoying, forgetting about worries or doing anything. Uh, doing anything with the worries or just building or doing or working. Don't do that. Saturn retrograde is going to be on our side because Saturn relaxes in retrograde and in the sign of Pisces. So we're just limiting and getting away from any responsibilities right now. And you know how much Pisces like to re- <laughs> like to relax, like a little too much, but they love it. But we're going to take in and soak in that energy. So don't worry about filling in that space mentally just yet. Again, after this, just letting loose fun times, your brain will start feeling sharp again. You'll be surprised. It'll be filling right back up and you'll feel more on point and your brain will be recharged again. It's a great place for having Mercury and Gemini as well to be happening. So we're feeling recharged. That's how we're going to celebrate. So how you're going to practice, how you're going to work with this new moon is you're going to do something silly, sarcastic, fun, happy, full of youth, uh, and maybe it's recreating something from your youth. That's a great one that that made you really happy. Maybe it's going to an amusement park, right? Who doesn't love that? Finding some friends and going to an amusement park and just getting silly or a water park like you did as a kid. Or maybe it was something as simple as like you would go hiking and pick wildflowers as a kid. I know I'm going to Atlantic City this weekend. I don't like to gamble, but I will be dancing. My sister's coming into town and we're taking my mother to Atlantic City. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to go have so much fun. I'm not going to worry about anything. So that's how we are going to celebrate. No responsibilities, no mentally thinking, no worrying about planting the seeds for the month for, you know, building, building and creating, blah, blah, blah. We are just stopping and we're celebrating this new moon with youthful fun, joy. And again, that's what you're filling up that space with, not all the other things. And you will be surprised come Monday morning, maybe even Sunday evening, you're going to feel refreshed. You're going to feel ready to conquer problems. Your brain is going to be filling up with brand new um, mental resources, mental ideas. And then, then we start this new moon cycle out with fun. And then the ideas will start flowing in a different way. That's how we're celebrating it. We're not going to sit. We're not going to write out anything that we want to create this month. We want to create fun. So we're going to have fun. We're going to stay in that energy. And then, like I said, you will be surprised how fast your mind starts filling up. But it's going to be new it's going to be innovative. It's going to be new thoughts. It's going to be like, huh, I actually didn't have that perspective about what I wanted to build, but now I do. So let me write out those new thoughts. That's how we're celebrating this new moon. So this week, this weekend, as I said, with Saturn retrograding, uh, the new moon in Gemini, Mercury in Gemini. So Mercury is Gemini's host planet in its home sign. This weekend will be filled with Lots of fun, love, and laughter. And even if you do have some worries, there's going to be that strong detachment. So you're going to say, eh, whatever, I'll worry about it on Monday morning. Right now, I'm going to listen to what Cosmic Colleen said and just have a little fun. (laughs) I hope everyone has a fabulous, fun, relaxed week. We all need it. Again, this week, hopefully, I'll be back to posting my social media stuff. I'm already feeling like I am. 
And I'm going to get out this week the Saturn retrograde horoscopes for each individual rising sign. So you didn't feel like I left you guys out and just focused on my Geminis and Pisces. Everyone will have one. So thank you guys again for listening, for tuning in. Thank you for sharing this. It is getting out there so much because you guys keep sharing it and rating it and reviewing it and posting about it. And that is helping the show get out there. So I love and appreciate you guys so much. Go out there. Have a beautiful, fun, silly and detached uh, week.